Welcome to Listening Space, the podcast that's all things mindset, life, and adventures. If you are looking for honest conversations, food for thought, life, and mindset advice, then you are at the right place. Join Cornelia and her guests and learn how to improve your life and relationships. Hello, and welcome back to this podcast. Today, I am going to share my three biggest lessons and takeaways that I got to learn or relearn from last year in 2020 and just reflect a little bit about last year and how I perceived it and how I found it and what it did to me and my life (laughs) and what I took away from it. I wasn't planning to do a reflection about last year on this podcast, but yeah, sometimes (laughs) you get an idea and I'm just going with it now. So I already reflected over the past year. Um, That's something that I normally do every year towards the end of the year and at the beginning of the year. So I look back at the past year, basically see what happened, see what I learned and just ask myself a couple of questions to see what can I do better the next year, the following year, what would I like to do, am I on track with my dreams, desires, goals and so on. So I have been doing a lot of reflection work on the past year already but it is now almost exactly a year ago since the pandemic started in 2020 And we had to start isolate ourselves and stay at home, social distance or physically distance ourselves from each other. And I'm pretty sure you are probably aware of what has been happening last year. My three biggest lessons were interesting, I found, because most of it I already kind of knew or started to implement already in my life but they became quite obvious last year and confirmed me in what I was already starting to do and I feel way more clear on that now and it gave me guidance towards the future of my own life I suppose and I thought I'd share some of it with you. Maybe you have had similar realizations or maybe there's something for you that, you know, gives you some food for thought. I found it quite interesting for myself what came up and now when I talk about it and think about it, last year does not seem as bad anymore as it felt. But it did feel very challenging. There was a lot of challenging moments and a lot of pain a lot of hurt in a way and there's actually going to be one of the lessons in this episode where I go more into that part so I might sound very happy or cheerful or quite calm and content when I talk about this year I mean 2020 but don't be fooled it was quite challenging even for myself and I experience challenges right now as well because of the still ongoing lockdown that we have 
currently in Ireland. So yeah, don't be fooled <laughs> by me maybe sounding happy and very, very positive about it. Now I do look at it from a positive angle now, but yeah, let's just get into it. Okay. I start with lesson number one, which was my personal realization about how important connections and relationships are. <laughs> it sounds almost really obvious, but coming from a background of very strong independence, <laughs> um, I used to be super, super independent always, right? And I would never really ask for help and accept help and have any support or want any support, right? So I have been always very strong-headed. I still am, I suppose, but very strong-headed, very independent and very stubborn in a way. And as well, quiet on my own in that regard. So I always had obviously friends and family and people, partners, whatever in my life. But I would have always seen myself as a singled out kind of person. And a few years ago, I started to realize, hold on a second, <laughs> that might not be a healthy way to live. And it was around four years ago, I think, I read that quote or saying or phrase and it says if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go together and when I hear that back then dear god did that resonate with me <laughs> and I'm so glad it did because I was definitely going fast I would consider myself as a person who already had a lifetime of experiences because I always had big dreams. I did a lot of stuff. I traveled. I did a lot of crazy things. I mean, they're not that crazy, but I did a lot of things, let's say, right? And I had a lot of great experiences and I met so many awesome people. So I definitely went fast in the past <laughs> and... I do not regret any of it. It was a great way of ticking off all the things on my bucket list. And I definitely had a couple of items that I wanted to do before I turned 30. And so I did. So I'm really happy about that. But a couple of years ago, even before I turned 30, I realized, okay, hold on a second. I might not go as far if I keep going on my own. And once again, I did have a lot of, or I do have a lot of people in my life, a great network, friends, family, all that kind of stuff, a lot of relationships in different ways. And even back then, but I was still kind of considering myself as I am on my own, you know, it's just me. And in the end, it will be always just me. So I felt always a bit singled out because I did single myself out on purpose. There was nothing wrong with that at the time for me. And even now, I have no regrets because I didn't know any better. It was a trauma response, to be honest. I know that now after all my growing and healing that I did. <laughs> so it is what it is. That's part of my journey. And now I know more so than ever, especially after last year, 
how important connections and relationships really are for us because you really truly do only go far when you go together and that brings me to something that is actually wired into our brain we are made to be interdependent right so not independent or dependent but interdependent and that kind of means that there should be a balance between yourself as in the balance of self and others within relationships and that has an actual reason or a survival reason behind it so that's down to our evolutionary process because when we were on our own and singled out many 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 thousand years ago it pretty much meant death it meant that we were weak and on our own and most likely going to be killed by predators or other circumstances so we were not meant to be to be on our own basically and i know a lot of people feel very strongly about it i know a lot of people who do feel like they only want to be by themselves and they feel the happiest on their own and that's perfectly fine but even the biggest (laughs) introvert ever or even one of those people that i've talked to would be admitting that every now and then they do seek or want some sort of social connection and you know they feel lonely otherwise so there is i think no arguing about it it is wired into us we are still wired that way it is part of our physical being knowing that right that's already one thing but last year i felt like i really got to experience that and i got to experience what it means when you are physically isolated i felt not so great there was a lot of times where i felt lonely and what baffled me the most was that i was in touch with everybody i was in touch with friends and peers and family and I don't know with everybody I was in touch with everybody really to be honest right so there was a lot of zoom calls and there was a lot of skyping and video chats and all that stuff which was great because there was a lot of touch basing with people that I haven't talked to in a long while so that was really great but yet I felt still lonely and that was something that surprised me because I thought that by staying in touch and making sure I have social contact, even if it's only virtually, that I would be okay. And I was not. (laughs) And I think a lot of people experienced the same. And it didn't feel nice. It just didn't feel nice. It, It put me into a very lonely space. And at the same time, that gave me a lot of food for thought. And I was thankfully able to ask for help and support so I was talking to professionals and just talking to family and whoever I felt like I needed to talk to to you know just share and talk about it and that really helped and when it got a bit too much when I felt like okay no I really do need physical contact or I need to see someone in person I made it work right obviously being super careful about it but I made it work 
And one of the ways how I made it work, for example, I found it was quite funny, so I'm going to share it with you. So I'm living close to a, a lake and I have my own stand-up paddleboard and I love being out on my paddleboard. I just love being out there and paddling around the place and discovering new places from the water, especially if I get to do it from the cliffs or from a, let's say, beach perspective. So when I paddle out along cliffs and all of that stuff. And of course, there was a lot of paddling going on last year that kept me fit and I was happy out because I was out on the water. And my my good friends who run a water ski school, water ski and wakeboarding school, they live very close across the water, basically. So it's about 10 minutes away by car, but it's also only 10 minutes by paddleboard. <laughs> so eventually when the weather condition was right and it got a bit warmer, I started to paddle over to them and when the initial scare kind of wore off right because in the beginning nobody knew what to do and I was very good with sticking to the rules which were basically just stay at home and walk within five kilometers and that's it and when I realized hold on a second even when I'm out on my paddleboard which I was actually so I didn't fully stick to the five oh actually I did stick to the five kilometers rule because I never paddled much further than that but when I realized, wait a second, I can still social distance on the paddleboard or physically distance, then I just paddled over and texted my friends to see if anybody was at home. But the chances are really high they were. So <laughs> that worked out well. And I got to see my friends from the water. So I stayed on my paddleboard and they stayed on their dock. And we were having the chats and I... You know, I can tell you how delighted I was. I felt so much better by just seeing them in person. And obviously I wanted to hug them and everything, but I didn't for obvious reasons. And I was just so, so happy and delighted to see people in real life, right? And that as well surprised me big time because... I would never ever feel that way before, right? You might feel really happy to see someone, yes, but I just never had that sort of joy and, you know, that feeling of oh, gratitude before when I saw my friends in person. And that was a really beautiful thing to experience, a very new thing to experience and yeah, it felt really it felt really good at the time, right? And still it will feel good when I see my friends, any of my friends or people in my life. So that helped me to realize how important connections and relationships really are in life and no matter what we tell ourselves, yeah, I can do it on my own, I can stay on my own, no problem, I do it virtually, whatever. It's just not the same. It just doesn't feel the same way. So that helped me to realize and I suppose consciously realize how important connections are and physical ones in that sense as well, I suppose. And as I mentioned before, I was aware of the whole thing already that it is better to maybe do things together and share experiences together rather than do it on my own. But now I really do feel it and now I really do take it to my heart and 
implement it in my life and make an effort to be with people that I want to be with and to have meaningful conversations and connections and it actually raised my awareness as well towards my current relationships and how much they mean to me and if they are meaningful to me or not if I need to set boundaries or not or if I maybe would like to have more connections in a way so that was super super insightful for myself and I made a lot of new connections last year would you believe it with the whole thing I actually made new meaningful connections last year at least a handful if not more and most of them are on a virtual basis so they are all living somewhere else so some of them live in the UK I made a really nice and meaningful connection as well with someone living in California and I actually have another friend in California as well we got to be in touch a lot as well last year and there is a couple of other countries where I have now meaningful connections in I suppose people in my life and that is really nice to know and that really really enriched my life in a way too. Lesson number one connection incredibly important and for myself speaking for myself very important to keep in mind that if you want to go far go together. Lesson number two is all about compassion. I learned a lot about being compassionate last year and being compassionate or having compassion for others was already a thing in my life and I try to actively practice and be aware of. Not only did I learn to be more compassionate towards others and expand my level of compassion but I also learned to be compassionate towards myself and how to do it and to do it. <laughs> um, to the first part right compassion towards others. Compassion yeah I always put myself into other shoes or other people's shoes I always try to think from their perspective and when someone goes through something or is reacting in a certain way and lashes out or whatever it is I always try to think from their perspective and try to understand why they did that or why they feel that way and that helped me a lot with my connections and relationships in, in a way and is something that is now really serving me well in my coaching work with clients but one thing that changed was yes compassion towards others no problem but last year I think we were all caught up in our own fears and anxiety and in our own thoughts and minds especially in the beginning of the pandemic because we didn't know what was going on nobody had a clue people were complaining frustrated lonely whatever it is right so we were dealing with a lot of stuff in our own life so we were probably all a bit focused on ourselves 
And there's nothing wrong with that. That's how we are. We think about ourselves first. And, you know, it's, it is it is what it is. So, obviously, I was caught up in my own pain as well. And in my own experiences. And how I thought everything was. And the things that I did. And so on. What I learned last year then was that everybody really does experience the pandemic in their own ways obviously (laughs) of course but I kind of forgot about that if that makes sense in the beginning especially I kind of assumed yeah sure we all go go through that and we are all stuck in a way and we all have limitations and experience loss or pain or grief or whatever it is in our own ways but I'm getting on with it so why are some people not getting on with it or why find it why is it so hard for some people where I'm like okay come on it's not that bad now I'm actually really embarrassed to to say that because that was a really narrow-minded way of looking at it but thankfully that didn't last for too long that was just me being caught up in my own head and when I properly sat down with myself and did a lot of mindfulness and meditation I you know that changed I, I switched from that perspective from that you know point of view I I started to learn especially when I talked to all the people in my life and new connections and all of that I started to understand better that everybody really does experience it in their own way and none of their ways or experiences is not valid is not not valid right so all the experiences are valid people were experiencing it in very different ways so some people had serious existential worries and issues and problems and had to deal with their existential needs meaning they might have lost their jobs and don't know now how to pay for their bills and other people were lucky enough to keep their jobs or do their thing and had to deal with other things in their life like other pains maybe loss of a person or maybe a loss of their freedom loss of their whatever it is right And as aware as I was of the fact that we experience it in different ways, but I wasn't really at the same time. I'm not sure if that makes sense. So my level of compassion definitely grew and expanded when I talked to people about it and realized, okay, my experiences were not so great, but some people had it way worse and really truly you know put myself into their own shoes and because of some of the struggles that people went through which were of a way deeper level than usual and of way more pain I felt like my level of compassion expanded with that because I could feel how it must feel like or I could relate and feel because I experienced it before or in a similar way and it was a different level of compassion and it was really good to learn and realize that for some people the experience of last year wasn't as bad and for others it was horrific and really really intense and I was somewhere in the middle I think I was really lucky because there was no loss in my family or no loss of anyone that I can think of um, due to the virus so nobody passed away 
thankfully so I feel very very blessed that way and I'm aware that many people and feminism are not as lucky so my heart and compassion definitely goes out um, to all of you and those who were affected then there is the compassion towards myself because now this is the tricky part that's something I struggled with last year so I was lucky enough to be at home and work away from home remotely you know so that was not an an issue but I felt very very much isolated of course and I am a person who loves their freedom like it's it's down to my core value really to be honest like freedom is incredibly important to me and I know what freedom means to me and in what ways it shows up in my life and needs to show up in my life and last year I definitely felt restricted and I wasn't able to live my freedom anymore and that was a big deal for me and I know it's only freedom compared to losing someone right so now I'm actually doing it again so what I struggled with was that whenever I talked about my own experiences last year and what I felt really upset about I then at the same time tried to tell myself listen other people have it way worse it could be way worse come on right get your stuff together and but that is not really a healthy way of dealing with your own upset and I had to learn that and I'm still kind of doing it I'm still it's such a bad habit really I tend to say it could be so much worse right and it's not really great to say to be honest because it does not validate the feelings and experiences of a person so last year I had to learn how to be more compassionate towards myself and to allow myself to feel the ways how I felt and allow myself to feel the pain on my own level and level of experience and not compare that to others who experienced way worse right I had to learn to be compassionate towards myself I had to learn that it is perfectly fine the way how I feel although it doesn't seem like a big deal compared to other people's situation I really really had to learn how to be compassionate in that regard and show myself a lot of compassion I'm still learning that I'm still practicing it and try to remember myself of it because I can be very harsh with myself right and thankfully I stopped being harsh with others and having a really high expectation towards others because I used to have that and do that a lot but I am healing and growing and learning right so now I am at a stage where I learn to not be as harsh with myself anymore and I would be holding myself to really really high standards and I still do right I still do I had to learn that I can't be perfect and nobody is perfect with that I realized yeah no point in being too harsh towards others or have those ridiculously high standards yeah that kind of is a learning process and I'm way way better now with all of that and that is something that I learned last year. So lesson number two is compassion and expanding my levels of compassion towards others and most importantly towards myself. Lesson number three goes 
hand in hand as well with lesson number two. It was the lesson for me to learn that it is totally okay to face your own demons. <laughs> that sounds maybe a bit dark now or something, but I mean by that that it is totally okay to face whatever is going on in you and with whatever you're not as happy with. Last year was a big deal because a lot of busyness fell away from our lives and a lot of noise fell away because we were suddenly forced to be at home and only home and not go anywhere. So a lot of distractions just fell away. And if you didn't counteract and kept yourself busy at home then, what probably happened was that things came up thoughts, experiences, feelings, maybe old experiences that suddenly came up, that painful experiences, like something that maybe wanted a bit of attention and something that we might need to heal through, right? So when I say healing work, right, I kind of refer to, let's say, past experiences, past traumas, maybe even childhood stuff that is still impacting us in a way and that we maybe suppress that we maybe not deal with maybe we are not aware of it and unless we heal through it and look at it and put some light on those areas and those experiences it will be always kind of like within us and that can lead to you know let's say for example addictions suppressing emotions in any way even binge watching Netflix every day for hours and hours is a way of doing that of suppressing what's going on it is a very very scary thing to do I think to face your own demons let's say your your own pain that comes up your past experiences and it's definitely not enjoyable when it happens my lesson number three from last year was to learn how to be brave and courageous even to ask for help to to talk to someone to talk to someone in your life or a professional and to be brave and look at it and we are wired once again in a way that our brain tries to protect us our ego tries to protect us protecting us from pain so we avoid the pain normally and last year we couldn't avoid it as much as we were used to because of all the distractions being gone and all that kind of stuff right lesson number three was really interesting really scary really painful <laughs> but um a really important one i think and the more you keep doing it the more you start embracing it and talking to someone and simply embracing the journey of healing as such or growing whatever it is for you the easier it will be for you to do it again and to embark that journey again because once you're familiar with how that looks like and how it will go it will be way easier for you to realize ah okay hold on a second this is the pain right now it might be uncomfortable when I talk about this right now but I will be feeling better I will be healing I will be learning a lot out of that and it will be so much better for the future life to come lesson number three don't be afraid to face your own demons or your own pain your own hurt that might come up 
be brave and be courageous. And that is a lesson that I carry with me now and being brave and being courageous. I try to be that in all aspects of my life now. And um, it's very scary. And <laughs> if believe it or not, but <laughs> launching my podcast and talking to you right now like I do here is as well something I find very scary in a way. And I'm practicing braveness and being courageous <laughs> It is actually lovely because I do enjoy this process here. I enjoy talking to you like that and networking and connecting and sharing like that, right? It is a really, really fun thing to do for me. I just really love it. Being brave can bring a lot of good surprises <laughs> into your life, right? So once again, lesson one was connections and how important they are and as opposed to keep maintaining them. Lesson number two, compassion towards others and myself and always be aware of that and be aware of the level of compassion and how different it can be for everybody and most importantly keep being compassionate towards myself. And the third one, to not be afraid and facing your own pain or hurt or demons and being brave and courageous. 2020 what a year it has been. There is many other lessons that I learned and that I am implementing in my life right now. I might get to them at a later stage, but I thought it would be a nice thing to do to share those lessons with you and just reflect over it because it's been now exactly a year. I would actually, as always, love to hear from you to, to see how, how you found it and what was it for you. Feel free to share it with me in any way you would like to, either in person if you know me or through my homepage, email, social media pages, whatever suits you best. I will leave you with this episode now and thank you very much for listening. I know it's a bit longer than usual and I hope the next year will be different in a good way and good for you as well and I hope that you are in a somewhat good place right now and not struggling struggling with anything but if you do struggle then don't be afraid right ask for help reach out talk to someone and make sure you are taking care of yourself all right I'll talk to you next time bye thank you for listening today Make sure to check out listeningspaceonline.com and our social media to find more information about Cornelia and her guests. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast if you enjoyed it. Until next time.